Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. My name is Victory. Happy Sunday, everyone. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed. I am also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. And you all know the drill. I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a car accident, which left him with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son, my friends, is my son and I. And this book is about our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing and how we use prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization providing support resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. We educate and empower brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to have the life they desire after dealing with the devastation of a brain injury by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my other books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, oftentimes after you go through a traumatic event, we all know that life can become chaotic, it can become hectic, and it can just become so overwhelming. You may feel like your life is over and that you are not going to make it. The challenges that you face can just be so overbearing and that it can just push you into isolation. Well, this is the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. Time to understand the power of your words, because it is through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. I've also written my journey goal-setting journal. You know, we are in November. It is November. Oh, my gosh. Only this month, then it's December. And it will be going into 2019. So how many of you know that we don't make New Year's resolutions? We set goals. And if your goals are not centered around God's vision and plans for your life, if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they will not change or be different. And there's only one secret to effective goal setting. It's only one. Are you ready for this? Promise not to tell. It's just simply start. Just start. Just make a commitment to say, you know what? I am going into 2019 on fire for God. 
I'm going to walk into my calling. I'm going to walk into my purpose and fulfill my destiny. And my journey goal-setting journal is the resource to help you do this. I am going to be offering a virtual course um, in January, and I'm going to start uh, promoting this. And that is one thing we're going to do. We're going to learn how to effectively set goals for 2019. That's right. And with this course, you will be getting a uh, this goal-setting journal. You'll also receive a 2019 planner and a T-shirt. And so more to follow on that, but I just want to let you know that we are going to go into 2019 on fire. We are going to walk into 2019 ready and prepared to fulfill our destiny. Uh, another book that I've written, The Word, The Truth, and The Light, Bible Study Notebook, for those who are searching for a tool to use during your Bible study time, then this is just what you need. I've learned that one key difference between reading and studying is writing down what you hear and absorb. So whether you have no Bible experience or if you've studied the Bible for years, this handy Bible study notebook provides an excellent intro to personal Bible study. All books can be ordered from my website at www.twilerreed.com or on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And I want to announce, guys, that my new book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? We made the Amazon's number one bestseller. Yay! I want to give a, a applause for that because that is such a, uh, it's just a, such a huge So we are truly excited about that. Yes, we are uh, making Amazon's number one bestseller for our book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? Uh, this is November. It is National Family Caregiving Awareness Month. I actually spoke at an event today at St. Stephen's Catholic Church in Hinesville, Georgia, and I tell you, it was amazing just being in the room with other caregivers and hearing their testimony as I shared our testimony was very educational. It was enlightening and it was very empowering. Um, I truly believe that when you are walking in the role of a caregiver, it, it's just very helpful to be able to connect with those who are traveling on this journey. Uh, you're traveling on the same journey. I, I, I've, I've said this a thousand times. I, I truly believe that God just put something special down on the inside of caregivers. I think he makes our heart uh, a little bit bigger um, because it takes a lot to be a caregiver. It takes a lot of love and a lot of patience and a lot of long-suffering and, and dedication and care. And, you know, everybody can't be a caregiver. Uh, so I want to um, encourage you all to bless a caregiver this month. Uh, I stated today there are four categories. And if you are on this um, uh, broadcast and you are listening, there are four categories that every last one of you will be in in your lifetime, and they are you've been a caregiver, you are a caregiver, you will be a caregiver, or you are a loved one of a caregiver. Those are the four categories. And at some point, ready or not, like it or not, you will find yourself in one of those positions. So the question is, which one are you, and will you be ready? Will you be ready? Because my advice to you is you better be ready because this is a journey that can literally take you out. 
It's full of twists and turns and ups and downs. And so it's very important that you understand strategies and techniques that you can use to help you along the journey. And so uh, once again, uh, what do you do when caregivers need caregiving? You can go on Amazon and you can download your ebook or you can purchase the book on Amazon as well as from our website. Uh, all books will be mailed out, so I encourage you. Bless a caregiver this month. If you are not a caregiver and you know a caregiver, do something special for a caregiver this month. It's the small things that matter in the life of a caregiver that makes a difference. So, you know, be a blessing and, and go ahead and purchase the book and, and wrap it up nicely and bless them with it. It will be a blessing to them as I share wisdom and, and just pour knowledge into them, you know, just some things that I've learned over the years being a caregiver. Again, all the books can be purchased on Amazon, my website, www.tribalread.com or off Barnes and Nobles. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's an amazing day. It's been a rainy day here in Savannah, Georgia today. I don't know how the weather is where you are, but it's still uh, been a blessing to just be able to wake up and see this beautiful day. Uh, I want you guys to know that we have an amazing show lined up for today. Um, you know, here we highlight survivors of traumatic events who, who've made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hope and healing. And um, I want you guys to sit back and, and relax and prepare uh, for our show on today. We have a beautiful uh, vessel here today that is going to open up and share her journey of hope and healing with us. Um, it's all interested parties. Um, if you have a testimony that you want to share or if you would like to connect with me for a free 20-minute consultation, I invite you to please call me at 912-335-3799, or you can reach out to me via email at info at All right, guys, it is time for our scripture reading, and I want to do something a little bit different tonight. Our scripture reading is going to be coming from Psalm uh, one, the the 121st number of Psalms, Psalm 121 verses one and two, Psalms 121 verses one and two, and it reads, "Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Simple as that. Where does my help come from? My help comes." From the Lord. And I want to talk briefly from a topic called Where Are You Headed? Where Are You Headed? And I was reading in um, our daily bread and I read this passage and I wanted to share this with you on this evening. And it reads What determines our direction in life? I once heard an answer to that question in a surprising place a motorcycle training course. Some people wanted to ride, and so they took a class to learn how. And part of that training dealt with something called target fixation. Eventually, the instructor said, you're going to face an unexpected obstacle. Stare at it. If you target fixate, you'll steer right into it. 
But if you look above and past it to where you need to go, you can usually avoid it. Then the instructor said, where you're looking is the direction you're going to go. That simply but profound principle applies to our spiritual lives today. When we target fixate, focusing on our problems, or focusing on our struggles, or focusing on the challenges that we face, we almost automatically orient our lives around them. However, the scripture encourages us to look past our problems to the one who can help us with them all. In Psalms 121 and 1, it reads, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? The psalm then answers, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The Lord will watch over your coming and going now and forevermore. Sometimes our obstacles can seem insurmountable, but God invites us to look to him to help us see beyond our troubles instead of letting them dominate our perspective. Lord, we just ask you right now, God, to help us not to target fixate, but to look to you whenever we face fearful obstacles as we seek to follow you along life's road. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Where are you headed? Amen, amen, and amen. A quick shout out to our sponsors on this evening. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. If you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org, or you can contact me at 912-335-3799. Sister Sin, for personalized candles and gift baskets, for any occasion, please contact Nishari Davenport. Shipping is available. You can visit their website at sistersense2.wixsite.com forward slash sister Sin. Again, contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-08, custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you are looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. If you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at Reed for more details. Again, thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Sunday evening. Remember, time went back last night, so I hope you guys weren't late for church this morning. And I want to thank you so much for joining in tonight. I know it takes a moment for our bodies to adjust to this time. You could have been anywhere else doing other things, but you've taken the time to be with us on tonight. We have an amazing show lined up for you all this evening. Are you a single mom or a single parent who's dealing with life challenges? 
Are you lost and not sure which direction you should take? Is your life as a single parent one filled with frustration and despair? Well, our guest today is here to share what she did to fight her way through the test and trial of raising three boys alone. She'll share how she stepped out on faith and turned her life around when things were about to take a turn for the worse. So I want you guys to relax, grab your cup of coffee, grab your cup of tea, your glass of water or lemonade, because we are prepared to be blessed by this awesome survivor and conqueror. First, we're going to take a quick break, but don't you move, don't go too far, because we will be right back. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of CherieBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe Radio Show. Jesus Christ has set you free. I need all the young people to come on. Let's do this praise together. Come on. I got to hear your singing sensation. Come on, everybody say it.
soul. I love it. I am free. Nothing can stop my praise because I'm free. That was by Jonathan Nelson. Welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Carla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you all on tonight. Ms. Katrina Wallace is a parenting coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author, and educator who is on a mission to inspire single-parent families to rise above their struggles and achieve success. She was once a single mother, unable to sustain her family financially, almost committed suicide, and watched her kids on the receiving end of rejection. Over the years, she has implemented a millennium of strategies that have helped to improve the lives of single-parent families, paving the way for well-behaved and academically successful kids as well as thriving parents. Katrina believes that single-parent families, once equipped with the right strategies, can override societal stereotypes and achieve the ultimate. So without further ado, I welcome you, Ms. Katrina Wallace. Welcome, Thank you welcome, so much. Welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. We are honored to have you. We're just so excited and grateful that you're here with us on this evening. How are you doing on today? I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. There are no complaints here. Once there is life, there is hope and so much to be thankful for. Hey, man, I have an uncle, and I tell you, I love it when I ask him, I say, how are you doing? And he says, I'm blessed by the best. So that's what I want to say tonight. We are blessed by the best, and once you're blessed by the best, it doesn't get any better than that. Amen. Well, Ms. Katrina, I want to, again, uh, just say thank you so much for being here with us on this evening. We're here to um, talk about your book, Once Upon a Single Mom. And I want you, um, before we get started with the interview, just, you know, I read your bio and, uh, and all of that good stuff, and I just want you to, to tell our listeners, tell Lord, just tell them in your own words a little bit about who you are. <laughs> uh, good evening again, everyone. My name is Patrina Wallace. I'm a mother of four children. I've been an educator. I um, I was once a single mother with my three a single mother of my three boys, and we went through some struggles, but God brought us through. I once, I almost committed suicide. One of my sons uh, also made an attempt to commit suicide as well. Mm. But um, glory be to God, we are here. We have overcome our struggles. We are still here. We have God by our side going through our situations as they come. And I just want to say, uh, whatever you are going through, don't give up because there is hope. Amen. Amen. There is hope. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't throw in the towel because there is hope. You know, there's a saying that um, this too shall pass. And I don't think people really understand the power of those words. This too shall pass. So it's very important that we not give up on, uh, you know, the things that we go through in life. And I say this every interview, Katrina, it's never for us. It's always, always to bless someone else. 
So if you can just make it to the end and hold out a little while longer, there's hope at the end. Exactly. Yes. Now, I want you to um, let's transition into um, um, talking about your book. When did you first start writing and what inspired you to do so? Well, I started writing in Jamaica over eight years ago. As a classroom teacher, I used to write short stories and songs and poems for my students to make learning interesting and fun. I was inspired to write my current book, Once Upon a Single Mom, to remind single moms that no matter how hard it gets, they should never give up because it always gets better. Yes. Now, you say they should never give up because it always gets better. So uh, the struggles that you went through as a single mom, um, having almost committed suicide, so I guess you were, it, it would be safe to say that, that the struggles just were so overwhelming. Do you think that um, when you first started writing, because you started writing before the struggles took place, is that correct? Yes. Okay. So the things back in Jamaica when you started writing, was this the starting point of your passion? Uh, you know, writing has always been a part of me since uh, elementary school. I don't know when the passion, <laughs> <laughs> when the passion aspect of it chipped in, but um, I've always been writing. If it's not a story, it's a poem, but I've always <laughs> been writing, and I've always been told how good my writing was. And so I really don't know when the passion started, when the passion <laughs> aspect of it was developed. But writing for me is really uh, therapy. Amen. I, you know, I hear a lot of authors say that. Uh, I know when I wrote my first book, Broken Wings, I think for me it was therapy. It was a healing time for me because I never grieved. I never really went through a healing process. And so I agree with you um, when you say that. Now, since you've been writing for so long, if you could tell your younger writing self anything at all, what would it be? Soon. <laughs> I'll tell myself to have started sooner in, 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 in the sense of publishing books. I would tell my younger self to start uh, publishing books sooner. Amen. I think so often uh, we talk ourselves out of doing it. Uh, I, I think we allow that thought talk. That we that we do sometimes, you know, you tell yourself, "Well, nobody wants to hear my story, and nobody's gonna read this, or it's not good enough, or I'm not worthy." And so I agree with that, and I think that is great advice, not just something that you would have told your younger self, but just for those that are listening. That you know, if you're listening out there and you have the desire to write, if you know that God is tugging at you to put your story out there then take the advice of Ms. Katrina and just start. Just start writing. Now, let's just talk about once right. upon a single mom. In regards to your book, uh, what genre would you say your book is, and what is the message behind the book that you're trying to portray to the readers? 
Okay, so my book is a memoir, and it could also be classified as religious inspiration, um, inspirational as well. And I want my readers to know that life can bring them to their lowest moments, but God always brings them back up. God always sends someone to help them on their journey. All they have to do is just keep the faith. Keep faith as long as, as I said before, as long as there is life, there is hope. And even if it's a tiny bit of faith, never give up. Hold on to that faith. Amen. Now, you talk about faith a lot. I, I, I've heard you say that word. I've heard you say, I've heard you say hold on. I've heard you use the word hope. Um, would you like to share a few of the challenges that you faced as a single mom, things that were that were so detrimental to the point where you were really inspired to write this memoir? Well, as a single mom, there were moments when I didn't have money to buy food for my sons. There were moments or days when I couldn't find the money to buy school supplies, a simple textbook textbook or, or mm. pencil, you know. And there was yeah. also a time when one of my sons had one pair of shoes and it had made so many trips to the shoemaker's shop to be uh, fixed. And so, mm-hmm. you know, those the last time I brought it to the shoemaker's shop, it, it couldn't be fixed, and I, and I didn't have the money to buy a, a new pair. And um, it was a friend of mine, a co-worker of mine, who God, um, I guess, laid it upon her heart to purchase mm. a pair of shoes for my son because she has wow. see, she had seen the situation. So even though, you know, I never asked uh, her for help, God spoke on my behalf and he came through. So that's the reason I say never, don't give up no, no matter how hard it gets. My son went from one pair of shoes to more than one pair of shoes, no. My son went from wanting to commit suicide to loving life and is doing so well in school. My, and he's so respectful. And, you know, my we went from be, being unable to buy food to having an abundance of food. We are not lacking. Amen. We are not... Right, so that's the reason I say, hold on, it gets better. You know, in the valley, you're going to learn some things about yourself that you didn't know you could do. You are going to learn that your faith is stronger than you think. You are smarter than you think. You need God more than you think. And so that's why I say, hold on to your hope. Hold on to faith because nothing lasts forever. Amen. And the Bible tells us, uh, whatever you did for one of the least of these, you did for me. God is always there. And guess what? He'll always send somebody. He'll have a ram in the bush just when you think that it's the end, just when you think it's over, just when you're ready to quit, and just when you're ready to give up and give out and give in, somebody will step right in. God will touch somebody's heart. He will do that. But it takes that faith. Would you agree with that? 
I totally agree with that. I totally do. I mean, <laughs> that night when I was about to commit suicide, I knelt down and prayed. I mean, who who does that? Who, who kneels wow. down and prays before they commit suicide? But um, God answers prayers. That That's all I'm going to say. God answers prayers, and he shows up when you least expect him to. Hey, man, you know, my heart, I just I, I just feel that when you say that, you know, you, you knelt down to pray, you know, and, and I see that totally surrendering everything to God at that moment and saying, you know, God, I cannot do this. I, I, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm here. I'm struggling. I'm doing the best I can, and it's not enough. And, and I believe at that moment, God just reached down and just flipped the situation around because, I mean, you just laid everything at his feet. Like you said, who does that? Who kneels down to pray, <laughs> you know, if they're <laughs> contemplating taking their life? But I mm-hmm. believe that God saw that as your, your means to say, God, you know, I just give it all to you. Now, when it comes to you writing. Let's talk about some of the challenges that you face as a writer. What what's what is one of the most difficult challenges you face and have you overcome this challenge? Uh one of my greatest challenges I've faced as a writer is actually a very um sim- you may some people might think it's a very simple one, but it's actually coming up with a good title. <laughs> I mean, you wrote the story or you have the story, but you don't know how to phrase it or what to call it in order for readers to see this title and say, I want to read this book. You know, that yeah. is my greatest challenge. And still working on creating great titles because I'm writing a book right now. I'm actually working on two books. Uh, but... um. That I have the title for one of them already. This is the first time I've actually ever created a title before <laughs> actually writing the script. But um, I'm working on it. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, I believe that if God gives you a vision, he'll give you everything that comes along with that vision. You just be obedient and write the story. And the title exactly. will be revealed to you whether it's at the beginning, in the middle, or the end, God will reveal to you. Because, for one, you're writing, what you're writing is a message to his people. What you're writing is going to empower and inspire others. So he's going to give you all of that. So, listeners, uh, if you, too, are writing and you're stuck with the title, don't worry about it. Don't fret over it. Don't let that be a block or a hindering you know, place for you, just continue to write. Just continue to write, and and it will all come together. Just write, exactly, just (laughs) write. Yes. I'm going to tell you a short story about um, my my first book. I actually started writing the book in Jamaica, and um, I I guess I didn't save it. Um, I just had it on on my computer, and um, mm-hmm. my computer was damaged with um, m- my story. 
and I was so discouraged because it was, you know, almost done. And I was so discouraged and I, I, I actually didn't get back to it until I was working in South Carolina in 2015 and I had this dream. And it's like I was being told to write the book. You need to write the book. And mm. I paid no attention to it. And then in, in, in about two weeks, I had this dream that every other night, every other night until I had to just get up out of my bed and started wow. writing. And I never stopped. It's like you have to tell somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody yes. needs this message. And so I wrote it. <laughs> wow. When, when so you're to really everyone out there, as you say, with yes. writing a book, I'm sorry to have just write your story, no matter the the distractions or the hindrances, just write. Don't worry about the title. Don't worry about the ending. It will come. Just write your story. Just write. Amen. It will come together. And when you've really been called to uh, put a message out there through writing. It will come. Just write. Don't worry about. I I don't. I personally don't believe in writer's block because I think that when God gives you a vision, when God truly calls you to write something, when there's a message that He really has for His people, and what you have to say is that message that's going to um, help bring deliverance and healing. It's gonna flow. You just have to be the obedient vessel and just say, Yes, Lord, I'll do it. And once you do that, everything else will go to the back burner. It will be moved out of the way, and you'll be able to find the time. You'll be able to sit down and write what thus says the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, as a writer, uh, what are some things that motivate you to keep writing? And, and, you know, sometimes authors – uh, they they need motivation and inspiration as well. So what are some of those things that motivate you? Okay, so when I get a message from a total stranger telling me that my story gave them hope to keep going mm-hmm. or that my story prevented them themselves from committing suicide, then that wow. motivates me to keep writing because as you said before we're not writing for ourselves we already know our stories we are writing for other people to give healing to give hope to give restoration to give them faith and so that's what motivates me to keep writing amen um i think that's motivation enough when you can have your testimony of hope and healing touch the life of someone for them to say, just like you said, a total stranger, to message you, uh, send you an email to say, hey, you know, I just want to say thank you for being obedient and writing the story because it's been such a blessing to me. And if you're writing your story, like you said, can prevent someone from committing suicide or from giving up and and throwing in the towel, then what better joy, what better feeling that, you know, is that to know that what you've said and the things that you've gone through has really helped somebody else? Exactly. Well, do you have any favorite authors or who are some of the authors that inspire you? 
I don't have any favorite author per se, but I do have a few that have inspired me in one way or another. Uh, Lisa Nichols Lisa has with her book, oh, yeah. Abundance Now, and um, Dave Ramsey, and um, because I was in a lot of financial um, <laughs> chaos, and um, mm-hmm. he helped me, you know, sort my thing out financially. And Rhonda Byrne, I don't know if that's what her last name is pronounced as, but um, her book, The Secrets, mm-hmm. Law of Attraction, uh, those have helped me over the years. And so there are a few more, but I would say for now, those are my top three because they have helped me tremendously in, you know, different areas of my life. But I don't have a favorite. I wouldn't say I have a favorite author. Amen. Well, I want to uh, uh, remind our listeners, we have Miss Katrina Wallace here with us on today, and she is talking about her book, Once Upon a Single Mom. She shared with us so far how faith and hope has really got her through some of the toughest times in her life raising her sons without money, um, didn't have shoes to wear, only had one pair of shoes, and, you know, not knowing where the next meal was going to come from. You know, she's sharing her testimony of hope and healing and her message is to just hold on because help is on the way. Hold on because a change is going to come. Now, we're going to take a quick break right here, and when we come back, we're going to open up the lines, and you will be able to call in and ask questions if you have a comment. Um, or anything that you would like to say or share with us on this evening. So just hold tight. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
person. He really is a great God. That's who you are. Lord, that is who you are. We're here with Miss Katrina Wallace, author of Once Upon a Single Mom, and she can attest by saying, God, that is who you are, because he showed himself to her mightily by making a way out of no way, thought there was no other way. I want to remind you guys that our lines are now open. Please dial 657-383-0898 if you have a question or a comment. If you called in and you're listening via telephone, you just press the number one. If you have a question or a comment, and if you are listening via the Internet, again, the number to dial in is 657-383-0898. So welcome back, Ms. Katrina. Welcome back. Thank you again so much for being here and sharing your testimony with us. I tell you, uh, it's very inspiring in what you've said so far. Um, it's really been uplifting to just give those um, that have walked in your shoes. You know, um, there, there are a lot of single mothers out there, or single fathers even, you know, yeah. who uh, mm-hmm. may be in that situation. What advice would you give them right now if someone just called in and said, hey, you know, I'm just at the point so I just want to give up and, and I don't want to live anymore, what would you tell them, Ms. Katrina? <clears throat> look at your look at your children. Look at your children's faces and ask yourself what would they do without you? Nobody else can take care of them better than you. Nobody else will make the sacrifices that you make for them. And as I said before, once there is life, there is hope. While you're going through your struggles, learn the lessons that you're learning. Learn the lessons that are being taught, but don't give up. Your children are depending on you. You have to show them that you are strong. You have to show them who God is. You have to let them know that whenever a situation occurs, whenever the struggles come, God is always there to deliver and when they become adults as well, because as parents, our, our lives are teaching our children how to be resilient too. Are you going to give up when things get too tough or are you going to keep going? We have to keep going for our children. Nobody loves them like we do. So just keep going. Keep going. Amen. Amen. Keep going, keep going, trust God, and don't look back. Don't look back. Where are you going? We just talked about that when we opened the show. Where are you going? Where are you looking? What are you focused on? If you're looking at the challenge, if you're looking at the obstacle, if you're looking at that thing that is in your way, that is blocking you from pressing forward to reach the mark, then guess what? You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it if you're constantly focusing on the thing that is hindering you. We've got to start looking through our spiritual eyes and not what we see in the physical, but looking past that thing to keep our eyes toward the hills from which cometh our help because all Mm -hmm. of our help, not some. Ms. Katrina just said God is always there to deliver, not sometimes, always. 
All the time. It's all of our help. Yes, all the time. And all of our help comes from him. Amen. Amen. Now, Mr. Trina, I know there's some some other things that you like to do in your spare time when you when you aren't writing, when you put the pen and paper down, and when you pull the chair back from the computer and put the iPad down. What are some things you like to do in your spare time that does not include writing? <laughs> I like watching TV. I like watching HGTV. <laughs> Um, on HGTV, you learn how to design houses, interior designs, or how to flip a house. <laughs> I li- I like watching HGTV. Amen. I, I that also is a like channel. to I like draw. Those channels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not the best artist, but but I like to draw, and and I love spending time with my family. If we were in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Then I would be going to the <laughs> river or to the beach or to the cave to cook with my friends, but um, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> so, so you got to make do, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, Miss Katrina, we have a caller that has a comment, uh, so let's bring our caller on. Okay. Hello, thank you for calling. You're live on the air. Yes, I am the mother of the proud, proud parent of uh, author Twyla Reed, and you all (laughs) will never know how proud her family is of her. And to your guest, I notice she has talked so much about faith tonight, and just to let everybody know, if you keep the faith, God will do the rest. That's Mm -hmm. all you've got to do. Keep that faith, and he will do the rest. But I just am so proud of both of you ladies for what you are sharing with the world and other families and single moms to help them through life. So you all have a good night, and I love you both. Amen. Thank you, you, Mama. We love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was great. I tell you, she said, my mom, I love her dearly. She's always encouraging and and I love what she said. Keep the faith and God will do the rest. And Miss Katrina, I think you and I both can say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> Keep amen the faith a thousand and God times. will do the rest. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Now, I know that there may be some listeners out there, Miss Katrina, that are single parents and uh, or they've been a single parent, and uh, they may have a story to tell. They may have a testimony that they want to share, but they don't know how to do it. They don't know where to start. Uh, I want to say this. Uh, my sister, uh, I love dearly, was a, well, she still is a single parent and um, just had a uh, really uh, a, a really hard time at one point in her life but she raised four children by herself. And uh, so I want to to let my sister know, Miss um, Ivanka Flanoy, that I think that she is has been an amazing mom and, and, you know, just grateful for the struggles that she's gone through as well as being a single mom. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure there's, there's some things that, that, that she's thought about and some, some thoughts that's gone on in her mind that she never shared with us. 
just because of the things that I know that she's personally struggled with. And so, um, Mr. Chen, I want to thank you. I mean, just your story, just being brave enough to write about, you know, how God has truly brought you through and, and, and being brave enough to, to get on this platform and say, hey, you know, at one point I didn't want to live anymore. I was at my lowest point. I didn't have money to buy food. I didn't know how I was going to feed my children because, you know, some people are, are prideful and, and they don't want to share those type things. And so, you know, I want to say thank you publicly as well. And so for those that are listening, what words of inspiration and motivation would you like to share with them who may be inspiring to become authors to share their story? Uh, first of all, I would like to say pray about it. Pray about it because when I wrote my, when I was writing my story, uh, there are a lot of things that I put in there that I actually had to take out of it because I prayed about it. And mm. it's like God was saying, this, you don't have to share this because of whatever reason or you don't yeah. want to focus too much on that person because this is not about this person. This is about yeah. uh, inspiring others. And so I would tell listeners who want to write and share their story, they should think about, they should, first of all, you should pray about it. And then think about the people that are out there waiting to hear your story, waiting to hear that at one point, at one point in my life, I almost committed suicide or you almost committed suicide. And at one point in your life, you had no food in your fridge or on your table to feed your children and they had to go to bed without food. Think about those people who need to know that you're not the only one who is going through this. You're mm. not the only mm. one who have been this low. You know, I have gone through this. And if God has brought me through, believe me, he will do the same for you too. So just think about those people who are desperately waiting to hear your story, to save their lives, to give them hope, to let them know that they're not alone. Amen. Just write your story for that person who is waiting for it. Amen. You know, Ms. Petrina, I was a single parent myself at one time for a while, and and the struggles are real, you know, and um, (laughs) I didn't always get it right. I didn't always make the best decisions. But I tell you, I really uh, did the best that I could that I thought that I could do at that time. But thank God for Jesus, and thank God that he loves us enough to pour into us the knowledge and the wisdom that we need to become better, to do better, and to be better. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, once we have a willing heart and we have the attitude to, um, to say, yes, God, I'm willing to do this. Once we know how to keep our perspective about things and, and learn how to put defining moments on the things that go on in our life, I think then God will open up the windows of heaven and just pour our blessings that we will not have room enough to, to receive. He just wants yeah, the yes. He just wants the yes. 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 Yes, that's it. 
on now, do you have have any upcoming events that you would like to share with us? I do have a few upcoming events, but I do Amen. need confirmation first before I can actually announce. But I'm working on a few things, and so I will announce, announce on my Facebook page for okay. um, for everyone to see. Amen. Well, um, I want you to share how our readers, I mean, how are the listeners, how our listeners and other readers can connect with you. How can they purchase your book? And if you uh, do speaking engagements, how can they reach out and contact you? Okay, so my book is available on Amazon.com, and if anyone needs a signed copy, they can always inbox me on Facebook. My name is Petrina Wallace. On Facebook, on Instagram, uh, they can reach me at Once Upon a Single Mom, and they can also message me at Once Upon a Single Mom at gmail.com or visit my website at www.onceuponasinglemom.net. Amen. Okay, give, the, give your website out one more time. Okay, it's www.onceuponasinglemom.net. Okay, so that and is the website. My, uh-huh. Yes, and my email address, onceuponasinglemom at gmail.com. Okay, great. So she shared with you how you can reach out and connect with her. So those that would like an autographed copy of Once Upon a Single Mom, please email her or reach out to her on Facebook. The book is also available on Amazon. But I always encourage uh, listeners and readers to uh, support the author by ordering from their personal uh, uh, websites and, 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 you know, reaching out to them personally and just to just so you can, up, you know, obtain and secure autographed copies of their books. Now, we are down to our bonus question, Ms. Katrina. Uh, and also, I am still uh, want our listeners to know that our lines are still open, so it's not too late. If, if there's a comment or a question for the author, uh, you can still dial in. The number to dial is 657-383-0898. And when you dial in, just press the number 1. Ms. Um, Katrina. I want you yes, to let everyone listening know what does the word conqueror mean to you? Ah. To me, a conqueror is anyone that faces the worst of life's challenges. Situations that were meant to cripple them come mm. out of those situations stronger than they went in. They come out of those situations stronger than they went in. That's a conqueror to me. Amen. I like that. One situations that were meant to cripple you. And you know once you cripple, you are bound. You you can't move to the left or to the right. You can't move forward and you can't even move backwards because you're crippled. You can't move. You're stagnant. You're not moving. So being able to make it through a situation that was meant to cripple you and you get to the point where you come out victorious, Ms. Katrina said that is indeed a conqueror to her. Well, I tell you what, Ms. Katrina, I agree with you. 
that is truly a conqueror uh, because I tell you, the enemy uh, does not play fair. In any moment, he will throw those curveballs at you, and they hit you hard enough, and they will cripple you, and they can take you out if you are not careful. So understanding and trusting in God and knowing that he can bring us out, all we need is the faith and the hope to hold on, then we can get through. We have another caller on the line, Ms. Katrina, that have um, a question or a comment. So let's bring the caller on. Okay. Hello, you're live on the air. Thank you for calling in. Yes, how are you guys this afternoon? Um, Good. I just wanted to say thank you so much um, to the author that's on the call tonight. Um, Your words were um, spot on, very inspiring. I, too, um, have been a single mother for a period of time, and the words you said tonight, you know, just hold on, don't give up. Those are truly the the steps that I decided to take with the help of God, and um, everything turned out just as it was supposed to. So um, I appreciate your inspiring words this afternoon. So thank you so much. Glory to God. Keep going, my sister. Keep going. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Amen. So, uh, you know, that's what it's all about, being able to just touch souls and, and inspire others to let them know that, hey, God is in the blessing business and he is no respecter of person. And so if he did it for Miss Katrina, then guess what? If you are a single mom or a single dad out there, then he can do it. He can do mm-hmm. it for you as well. Well, Miss Katrina. In the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye, just like that, right? He can do it. All it takes is what? The Bible says faith is the size of a mustard seed. And if you know how small a mustard seed is, it's the size of a what a pencil a pencil tip. It's that small. <laughs> Doctor, that's all we need. The faith the size of a mustard seed, and we can move mountains. 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 Now, Ms. Katrina, is there any last thing or any last words of inspiration you would like to share with our listeners before we end our show on tonight? Well, one thing I would like to say is, and I I think I've said it over and over, keep going. God will step in when you least expect him to. I know sometimes it seems so hard and you think that God has abandoned you, he, he has forgotten you, he has not forgotten you. He's working on your case number behind the scenes. Yeah. He's working on your case number behind the scenes. So don't lose hope. Keep on trusting in him. Faith as small as a mustard seed, as Twyla said, that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. And love your children. Love your children. They are from God. They are gifts. They are treasures. Love them. When they are stubborn, love them. Discipline them yeah. and love them. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when they are not listening, love them. Because nobody else will love them the way you do. 
Amen. Amen. What an awesome, awesome testimony. And what an amazing testament of hope and healing, Miss Katrina. I want to thank you so very much for just coming on and sharing your heart and your journey with our listeners on this evening. And I want to personally just encourage you, my dear sister, to just keep pressing forward as you keep making an impact in the kingdom. Just keep teaching and inspiring those that you come in contact with by letting them know that God is working on your case number behind the scenes. So we just want to say thank you so much for joining us on this evening. It was a pleasure being on your show, and thank you so much for having me. And you too. Keep going. Keep touching lives. Keep inspiring. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so very much. Okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening here on the Conqueror's Cafe. I pray that our show tonight once again has this blessed your thought. We invite you to join us again, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday. We have an event that we're going to be attending next Sunday. But who knows? I don't know. We may surprise you guys and come on. If we do, we will make sure we uh, inform everybody. But uh, we still just want you guys to keep us in your prayers. And as we close out, I want you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us up and down certain paths in life that can lead us to discouragement. It can lead to frustrations and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limits and we want to quit on this journey. We can do two things. We can dig deep, stand firm, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you in the first place. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I am your host, Arthur Prilo Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at com, or you can contact me by phone at 912-335-3799. Or if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. We'd love to have you here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Again, you can reach me at info at com. And last but certainly not least, I want to remind you guys to go on Amazon and download What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving. I want to thank you guys so much for those who have done so already, who helped us make the Amazon bestsellers list. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for keeping us covered, for your unending support. We just want to thank you guys, and we love you. God bless you all. Take care, and have a good night. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.
Kirby. 